0: Yo, 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 what up? Welcome back to another episode of Wine and Weed Wednesday. As always, shoot us an email. weed at gmail.com Caitlin, C-A-I-T-L-I-N dot WineandWeed at gmail.com Send us some shit. Send us something. Like, subscribe. This week we talk about some shit, man. Get ready. But, without further ado, enjoy this shit!
1: Attention, Warning. The following podcast is performed by two highly skilled...
0: Badass. Professional. Woke as fuck.
1: Mm, debatable. Idiots? Also debatable.
0: Not all comments are meant to be taken
1: seriously. But some definitely are, so figure it the fuck out. And if
0: you offend easily,
1: oh kindly
0: fuck off.
1: But for the rest of you cunts, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of your own style. <laughs> and I did a... No,
0: I can't. Whoa, that's not what I wanted. Hello, I can't hear you. Oh, shit, you really can't hear me. My volumes are all the way up.
1: Can you hear me now?
0: Yeah, what's up?
1: Okay, hold on. Can you still hear me now?
0: Yes, kind of, oh. you're kind of quiet.
1: Okay, well. I... Of course. You know?
0: <sighs> driving. I'm...
1: I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm driving.
0: Where are you going to, Melbourne? Melbourne. Melbourne, yeah. Going to the factory. Going to the factory. That's cool. So, I have a question for you. I have a question for you once I find my drink here. So, the other week, I had an energy drink. I treated myself to an energy drink. Yeah. And it was called an Aussie-style lemonade.
1: Okay, I can explain yeah.
0: this. Well, it just... Honestly, what it was... What it tasted like was a super salty lemonade. Like, you could what? taste
1: salt in it. And I was
0: like, well, that's not refreshing.
1: Well, I will tell you that, first of all, that company is lying to you. That there but- is... A difference between Australian and American lemonade, but that isn't it. What we say is that you have, what would you call like Sprite or like um, another version of Sprite that's not that brand? What would you call it?
0: It's It's a lemon-lime soda. It's a lemon-lime soda soda is what I would call that.
1: Lemon-lime soda. Okay, so we call that lemonade.
0: You call a lemon lime like a Sierra Mist, which is now Starry, which
1: no, it gets me into like no, 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 no. We call
0: that's a Sprite. The
1: the clear lemon flavored soda, whichever brand, be it Sprite or a knockoff, that is called lemonade. The clear lemon soda. That's wild when you mix lemons and sugar and water what americans call lemonade we call that traditional lemonade so there's just lemonade and then you could be like a traditional lemonade like that's also called lemonade but if someone says lemonade they mean sprite and the amount at which americans the, the stranglehold that traditional lemonade has on that country is wild. Like, there is no way in Australia you would find a bottle of traditional lemonade. But in America, you can get that literally anywhere you are. It's a go-to drink, which is
0: wild. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, why would you call Sprite lemonade? That doesn't make sense either. Well,
1: it's just like, what it's
0: called. It's not what it's, it's called. called. You know, like rename. It's like when it's like when my kid renames something something weird, and he's like, "This is what it's called." I'm like, "That's what you call it." Nobody calls it that. Nobody understands this reference that you're doing. And then I'm like, oh, this poor kid's-
1: All of the English-speaking countries, apart from the one that decided they were going to change all of the words, go mm-hmm. by lemonade traditional lemonade. You can always think that you're in the right, but when there is. But- Gillian English speaking countries in the world and you guys are the only one that uses different words.
0: I well, where did soda start? The-
1: what?
0: Where was all this when you started making lemon lime soda? Did that start in in the prison country, or did that happen to start in the, the good old US of A?
1: I think it started in the UK.
0: No, the motherland.
1: The motherland.
0: What does she call it?
1: God save the king. It, it doesn't matter what the fuck that bitch thought anymore. It's about Charles.
0: You know, God save the king is really like not. It doesn't sound as good as God, God save is, the queen.
1: I was thinking about this because it traditionally uh, throughout history. It's always been king, 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 king. Very rare to have a queen. But our queen was in power for so long that even like my dad's generation don't have reference for a king. It's always just, God save the queen. It's always been a feminine energy. Well, it's,
0: so you'd be, it's, it's long live the king and God save the queen.
1: That's what it is. Long live the king, God save the queen.
0: And you know what's funny is even those sayings have like, a little tinge of misogyny in there. I know. I
1: was you
0: know, long thinking. live the king, but God save the queen. The queen ain't yeah. doing nothing unless God saves her. But the king, you know, let's hope he lives long. Because he can do it.
1: needs some help, that little But the
0: queen him. needs some intervention. She needs saving. She's a girl. What do you think?
1: You know, the queen was never meant to be the queen. Did
0: you know this? No, I didn't know that.
1: Well, let's get What's, uh, On this episode of Royalty and Crumpets,
0: with Eminem in the background, let's hear about how the Queen became queen.
1: Well, what happened was that her um, father was the spare. You have an heir and a spare, William and Harry, as you do. An heir and a
0: spare. I like it.
1: Spare in case the heir dies. Okay, so.
0: The younger brother. Second and line, The guy usually responsible for the king dying.
1: (laughs) Usually, yes, it is the spare. Um, So the queen's father was the spare. He may have actually been a cousin. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't actually even think they were brothers. I think it was further removed than that. But there was no...
0: Cousins? This guy lucked the fuck out. And then...
1: right after it
0: didn't work out obviously because he ain't the king anymore
1: this is why for Americans they don't understand why the Meghan thing is such a big deal of marrying an American, marrying someone who has been divorced, marrying someone from what you would call commoner, I mean Princess Diana, she was seen as a commoner and she was I mean she is from aristocracy um, and then, of course, Waitie Katie, Kate Middleton, uh, waited the eight years for her proposal, Waitie Katie. She um, she was a commoner as well. And there's, so that was, like, pretty wowser that she – and that's why it took so long. But she plays the part, well, she'll be a great queen one day. She,
0: Wait, she really,
1: she really does well at her role.
0: I thought they dissed – I thought they uh... – Disown, disowned their name or whatever
1: Kate or was that
0: a different kid
1: you're talking about Harry and Megan
0: yeah who are you talking about Prince William the kid, the heir of oh the yeah world. yeah yeah yeah. first in line first in line right. in the so yeah they're decide. not they're not disavowing their name they're yeah, no,
1: they're suckling
0: right up to that teat the guys that are like fuck we're fucked we're fucked anyway so fuck this place let's get out of here
1: Right. That's... So William, eventual king, he, he dated Kate for eight years before they got engaged and they were on and off. And that's why the tabloids called her weighty Katie. Cause she was just waiting around for that ring to eventually right. come. Well, he, you know, and I think part of it was that she didn't come from aristocracy. So there's this whole thing, whether you like it or not, that goes into it. So anyway, she got approved and she goes, she's doing great. Now, why this matters and then why it mattered even more when Meghan was further removed from royalty than even our commoner, waity Katie, is that what, how the Queen came to power. And that is that the heir to the throne was in love with a commoner American who had been divorced. Do you get deja vu? Um Yes, he was. He loved this lady, and the uh, monarchy said, "If that's your life choice, then that's your life choice." And he was completely banished, completely from the com- country. Even I think they live in Germany.
0: So I bet they're happy AF
1: and still together. Uh, you know, couple goals. He made the right choice for his life, but he gave up everything. Okay. And it was in a time before you could monetize your thing. Like Harry and Meghan have done very well for themselves. They've made $200 million since they've left the monarchy just in Netflix and podcast deals, outside of anything else, any other sort of business investments they've made. They're making bank. That wasn't necessarily an option for this guy. He was like, you will be the laughing stock of the world. You're giving up everything and the privilege of leading the entire Commonwealth. And he was like, Yeah, that's my girl, I'm going. And
0: yeah, he's not gonna be the laughing stock. That guy's like, I have the most solid backup plan ever. If this shit goes south every girl in the world's gonna be like oh my god he gave it all up for love what a dumb bitch for letting him go I want him
1: except that he has absolutely no money so it's uh, what? um, Mm -hmm. yeah that's wild you also have to remember this was a hundred years ago and people were very into the monarchy a hundred years ago this was uh, how the fuck could you do this to our country this was vitriol and hate towards this man to today.
0: Uh, you know, I How think
1: dare you walk away. This was your role you were born into, to lead our country and you can't be fucked because the pussy's better over there. Like it was I, I know you're making jokes of it, but I'm saying this was the biggest thing to ever happen.
0: I think it's funny. Like I think all those people that are that serious about it are stupid anyway. Like
1: Right, well, anyway, you
0: don't get it. You know, but I don't, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, it's a silly thing anyway, the monarchies. I'm not a big fan of it, obviously. So, like, for people to be that upset over, like, somebody going with their heart over that, I mean. It was
1: 100 years
0: ago. Yeah, 100 years ago is, you know, 1923, you know.
1: So the Queen's dad is the cousin or the brother, we're not sure, all opinions, no facts, and he, um, they say, you're the next in line, like, you have to take it. And so suddenly the Queen, who has just been like, uh, you know, one of those Beatrice daughters, Prince Philip's daughters, who can attend events and look pretty and have all of their money at their disposal and sort of live, a bit of a sheltered, but you don't have to worry about anything. life. And suddenly at the age of, I don't know, 15, she's like, oh, no, you're going to be queen one day. And, yeah. um, and so her dad takes on this role and he's coronated and becomes the king. Now, maybe 12 months after that, he gets really ill. And um, they can't help him. So the king dies, and here's this girl who had absolutely no idea that, or any preparation for her ever leading the country. She's just found out that eventually one day she will have to, and now she's getting coronated as a teenager to be the queen of the entire Commonwealth. And... She fucking did it. I mean, you can... The Queen took her role so importantly. And uh, the way that she brought... Even though it's not as modern as we would like it to be. The way that she brought the monarchy into the modern era. It used to be that you could never even go see the castles. Anything like that. And they were like... The people sort of want to be involved. Like, they're the ones... For all of this. So now you can, you know, you can go on tours or, you know, the Queen does those things where she goes and meets a hundred people lining up. Like that never happened before. They were so completely removed, godlike figures before the Queen that there was no visibility or insight at all into the monarchy. And she really opened it up and just for her to step into that role at such a young age and then lead three generations of almost the entire world, because the Commonwealth is huge, is pretty fucking incredible.
0: You if love you the Queen. You love the Queen.
1: I'm a big Queen fan. As you can, Paris, I couldn't so tell. Couldn't tell. So, like, even though Harry and Meghan hate the monarchy and more the relationship that the monarchy has with the press and just what it means to be a monarch, they, like, were always extremely careful about any sort of mention of the Queen. They obviously hold her in the highest respects and and talk about the job that she did. And truly, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just this lady... As much as she got to wear diamonds and stuff, right, she gave up her entire life without ever having an expectation to do so. She had no idea that this would happen to her, let alone so quickly. Like, it is kind of wild.
0: It's for sure wild. Like, there's no denying that. To go from, like, hey, there is a outside remote chance you could become queen someday to <laughs> I'm poisoning my dad so I can become queen as a teenager. I mean that's right, quite also, the job.
1: Also though Mitch when it was before her dad was becoming heir
0: poisoned. Oh be when he was becoming
1: the um the thing is that like he oh hold on I'm just changing lanes this person. Yeah I can get. hear her. Um, I'm
0: glad to use your blinker, though. It's safe. You're supposed to. Lane changes require blinkers, people. Don't be a Don't be stupid.
1: I don't remember. i was
0: say, but I tried.
1: Okay? I don't remember what. Oh, yes. When it was that she it was like there could be this remote chance that you'll become queen one day. Before they were direct heirs, it was like yeah, if six people die in exactly the right order, like, it's never going to happen. Like, it could, but It's got to be sort of like a Tats Lotto. Like, everyone has to die in the right order, and it has, like, the transfer of power, and then it changes to a different family. Like, it would have just, it would have never happened. Right. Unless this guy chose his love, which is what Harry did, too, with Meghan Markle. He gave it all up and then swiftly made $200 within 12 months. So, you know.
0: Boy, he's using his head.
1: He's using his head.
0: Well, why not, you know? You're not Odds are nothing's gonna happen to Willy. Like nothing's
1: gonna happen to Willie. He's got an heir in a spare self. So now there's even if Willie died, he's got his son would be king. There's no way Harry would be king now. It would be prince, Uh-oh. whatever and then it would be Princess Charlotte. And actually here's another good thing about the Queen.
0: Harry would have to take a note out of his grandma's playbook to become king. So-
1: Another brownie point for our Queen Elizabeth. She... Was it Elizabeth or Victoria? It was Elizabeth. Our Queen. What? She, queen well, Victoria?
0: I Shut the fuck
1: up. What,
0: what dimension are you living in?
1: So our Queen...
0: Victoria she, Beckham? Well, yeah, you know. All hail the Queen. I get behind that.
1: Princess Charlotte was born, the way that it was written was that if you became if okay, so say here we are, we've got Prince William and weighty Katie and they mm-hmm. have their first son and then I can't I don't know why I don't know his name. I think it's Arthur. I I don't know. Awesome. And then they have, then they have Charlotte. It's definitely Princess Charlotte. She's adorable. Now when they gave birth to Charlotte, the law said that the next, if the next baby's a girl, it still transfers to boy power. So the way that the heir to the throne would be would be Prince William, then his son, and then Prince Harry, had he not given up his title. But because of the Queen, when Charlotte was born a girl, she rewrote that and said, no, it's it's direct, um, it's just direct birth order. So that if that prince dies, Charlotte will be next in line. And should Prince, or should the next Prince Arthur, we'll call him, whatever his name is, should he have a daughter first, she will be queen. It will not transfer to her younger brother or anything like that. And that's thanks to the Queen bringing the women in.
0: Good job, Queen.
1: Slay. <laughs> that's about all I have, I think, about the Queen at this point in time.
0: Well, it was it was an earful. I'm I'm thankful to have learned it. I hope you are. I don't know, I'm thankful. But it's interesting. I mean it's cool stuff.
1: It's so like, strange that it still exists.
0: Yeah, I mean like I, what I honestly find strange is people's level of obsession with them. Because of their lack of legit power anymore, you know?
1: Well, I think that the way that you you are not beaten over the head with royal news the way that Commonwealth countries are,
0: for sure. yeah, we separate. We were like, we're be done be gone with you guys, all right. We're done with you.
1: yeah, so you gave
0: us our start
1: and like, and certainly we get a lot of celebrity news we're all over, you know the oh. our national, our, see
0: and that's and and that's another thing. I'm not particularly fond of a lot of our our country's royalty either Why? i think i i think some of their lives are interesting and it's interesting to keep up with some of them but to hold them in high regard
1: crazy.
0: i you know understand that and like it seems like everybody does like even even when people are like i can't stand this celebrity because of its views so it's like so you hold them in high regard then you can see that his opinion matters to the people and like, you know what I mean? Like, even if you don't like that person, you hold them in high regard or you wouldn't if, dislike if them issues. that much. Cause if you didn't hold them in high regard, you wouldn't give two shits what they thought.
1: Right. Exactly. It's interesting as, um, you know, when America, and as you said just now, um, I'm not a big fan of our Royal families either. And oftentimes, you know, the Kardashians, our Royal family. And,
0: Kardashians are not our royal family I
1: know I'm saying you see Headlines and like bullshit it's all Bullshit right but you see Some sort of Oh you know
0: and like They say well Kim Kardashian Would you give up all your fame To be a lawyer I would give up all my fame to be a lawyer Yeah you say that now is like When you're one of the most popular most famous People on the planet you know what I mean It's like would you have said that When you weren't I fucking doubt it
1: Right when you were years ago attending the opening of an envelope so that you could get paparazzi shots of yourself i guarantee that there's no way you would have traded the thing that you were searching for most in the world to be a lawyer yeah. or you would have stuck that
0: yeah i do like the evolution and you know like seeing how somebody can go from I'm obsessed with public opinion which i still think that she is but to transcend that a little bit and like strive for different things well you know it's a good seeing people like grow
1: of course of course and but, they use the platform for good things i mean that's yeah. a not a lot of celebrities do that but what like what i was thinking was that you know when you know there is that messaging around like our royal family and blah, 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 and you have celebrity news and all of that yes. and you your tabloids and your magazines the thing with commonwealth countries is that you um you already have that royal family like if there's if there's tabloid news there's one family that it focuses on and for america thank god you have the kardashian to some sort of reference now for what that's like when one family is just everywhere and sort of like this royal-esque type thing and we need marae yeah, I know you need know, variety. But I'm saying do you just have to think about just general tabloids. This isn't about you. Okay, but the thing is No, I,
0: I get what you're I get what you're saying.
1: That you guys don't have that go to cele you have a lot of A list celebrities and they're our celebrities too, right? Most celebrities are American in Hollywood. It's all out of America.
0: But and if you're like- not Yeah, you come here and you become American
1: right but even Sorry. if even if like you so you have a huge diverse thing but the main the main news source about any celebrity for us is like the royals so if there's extra stories cool but the royals are always going to be on the front page similarly to the way that the kardashians are is that like
0: well i think also though with well yeah, I mean, with um, but America being a country that separated themselves from the Commonwealth, even though like none of my ancestors were a part of that, like my ancestors come over way after that,
1: right?
0: But and well, I, you know, whatever. Um, but I mean, being raised in this culture it's, culture, it's like we're also raised to say "fuck, fuck the royal family," you know. Even
1: yeah.
0: it's just kind of innate. And it's not like it's addressed in the literature growing up, but it's just
1: it's a general vibe it is well, it's
0: got to be the vibe. I mean, we're the ones that were like, nah, I don't think we're gonna do that and right so it's just when so it, but also there's party. when there's a power vacuum like that, we gotta like fill it with something, so we become obsessed with celebrity
1: um. When I was in grade three, we actually had a vote whether to leave the Commonwealth or not. I think it's a referendum is what it's called. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the word. Started. And um, I remember it vividly because like people were talking about it a lot at the time. We were kids, so we didn't really understand. I remember our teacher explaining it to us. And then we had like a mock vote in the classroom. And our classroom, I remember her saying, well, if this was Australia, we would n- no longer be part of the monarchy. And when you're kids, you just have your parents' beliefs, right? You're like, whatever you... Like, my dad was like, we've got to stay. And I was just in shock. I could not... My dad's a big royalist. And I just... Oh, like,
0: I can see that, Alan. I can see Al being a royalist.
1: London, centre <laughs> of the universe, he says. Centre of the universe. <laughs> yeah. um, but, and, you know, London is nice. I, I don't know.
0: If I would love knows. to go to London. I would really... It's on a. It's like a bucket list thing. Is I. I'd love to see London, and I'd love to see uh, the the Nordic area too. Yeah, I know. Go up there. I don't know, like Norway or Sweden, something. You know, shit, both of them.
1: Well, I really like London, but it's and
0: Rome and Greece. Sorry, Uh, I'm talking over you.
1: I really like London. But it's definitely not my favourite city in the world. It's not even, like, top ten. But um, anyway, centre of the universe to my dad. And so I was hearing, like, you know, people want to leave and it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to leave. Like, what are we getting out of it? Then you have to – like, there's a lot that goes into it. Then you have to even change all of your money. Like, right now we have to change all of our money to Charles. And um, it sounds like a little thing, but that's huge. And – then That's a
0: huge undertaking.
1: A huge undertaking. That's just the money. Then you have to think about all of the political things and the you know then what our prime minister is truly just in charge. We've never had that before. We never had someone who rules like a president does. Um, well
0: that would make the most sense, though, is basically the highest ranking official there just kind of takes and, over and the highest spot but, until you can kind of get the details hammered out.
1: Right, but does everyone even agree with that? Like, there's just so much. But
0: then, obviously, you're going to model your your new democratic system off the Uh, greatest country in the world. (laughs) I mean,
1: well, uh, I don't know. But, um, so I remember just being shocked. And then, of course, we had the vote and we stayed. And I remember we watched the Queen's message on TV that that night. and she said, I have always loved Australia. I will always love Australia. And, you know, if our Australian brothers and sisters ever do decide to leave, like, I remember it being a really well-done message of, like, thank you. You know, felt respected. You but, you know, if you guys decide that way, cool, too. Like, you know, there's no rules here because it's our quick. Oh, if you decide
0: to leave, best. remember, bitch, there's no rules, so.
1: Ain't no rules, so you don't fuck
0: um, yourself, Tiffany.
1: So, yeah, that was that was interesting. I wonder if today what where the vote would land if we ever had another one, but there isn't that there was a real push in the 90s to leave, and um, and that's not there anymore. And I wonder now, as I'm thinking aloud, there was the real well in the 90s, you know, everyone was. Going to Disneyland on school holidays and buying a bunch of shit they didn't need and getting fat. And, you know, Americans. For you and I remember time.
0: the 90s way differently, but okay, let's keep going with well, that. Well, I
1: know. Well,
0: not all of us were, just, we were doing great. The 90s was a good time.
1: We had I mean, for the most people part part prosperous during the 90s. I mean, up until 2008, it was the dreamland. Truly. And so I think part of it was like, look how good America's fucking doing. They're leading shit. And we're still attached to this old bitch. And we didn't realize at the time just how nope. great she A
0: little FOMO going on. I do have to say, um, because of you, and I, I think it's for the better, whenever I hear someone say, I'm Hungarian, like, no, bitch, you're not. And it's like a thing with, like, when I, like, I was listening to... I finally got around to subscribing to Pete Holmes. You made It weird podcast. Okay. And I, 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 I don't know. I was looking for a new podcast. Cause all my old heavy hitters that nothing was grabbing me, you know?
1: Yep.
0: Yep. I started branching out and I seen um, life is short with Justin long. I was like, Oh, I think he's kind of funny. I like his quirky kind of humor. So I'd give it a try. And pete holmes was on like one of the latest uh guests Mm -hmm. so i was listening to that and i was like man i forget how much i like pete holmes like he's just funny to listen to banter he's a great stand-up comedian but then like just his banter and conversation because he's he's dirty but not like vulgar you know like but he's very intellectual and he, he has interesting thoughts and worldviews.
1: Right. So what did but you But he had
0: said but he had said something. They were talking about cuisine and you know why he likes this. And he's like, Oh, I'm hung I don't remember where he's from, but he, basically he's like, Yo, I'm Hungarian. And I was like, No, bitch, you're not. You're American. <laughs> you uh, But you, you have ancestors. You you are you are you're you're Your ancestry is from these different areas.
1: Yeah.
0: But you also... The
1: most annoying thing about American people is... But it's not... I mean, I think it just...
0: That just shows your pettiness if you're to be annoyed by it. Because you have to understand that...
1: You know what is interesting and what I think frustrates me the most about it is that you guys have, as you mentioned earlier, this culture of fuck Europe. Fuck England, fuck the Queen, where yeah, the fuck best the that ever existed. Even you've said at least four times during this podcast, the greatest country that ever existed. So you have all of <laughs> yeah. it. And then yet.
0: It's patriotism.
1: Like, oh, I'm Norwegian. It's like, well, fucking which is it, mate? And, and by the way, you're not at all Norwegian. You've never been there. And you don't speak Norwegian at home. You probably don't even know what the dishes are. Like you, like shut the fuck up and You're talking to you me. Ah, to me.
0: You talking to like me like that? You're talking oh, to I'm me? Not
1: that? No,
0: because I never said that.
1: The proudness of Americans waving their flags and fucking all of that, and then at the same time, like, do, like, do you see the disconnect there?
0: <laughs> oh, I think. I think you're you take it you take it a little bit too far. But you know, I well, everyone takes it. Well I do see the disconnect. I do see kinda of comical to where you, you claim other countries but then your level of patriotism to your own country to a fault. Yeah. To where like is that's a little honest more set. I give you that. But I think yeah. How much it upsets you is also pretty kind of comical. Like
1: You could say anything about Europe and they will, I mean, this is a wild exaggeration, but you will be stopped mid-sentence and told how America is better. And then they'll sit down and have a beer and tell you that they're from Norway. Like
0: (laughs) You're not from there, mate.
1: Like, you won't even be able to finish a sentence about like, oh, I love the pastries in Europe. And they're like, oh, fuck Europe did you know that McDonald's has pastries? Or, you know, like, whatever. But it is it is interesting to me.
0: That is an interesting little dynamic that I never thought about.
1: Yeah. And it is just so... Like, just... And, and as I said, I experienced it outside of America. It frustrated me a lot. And I think that's why it frustrated me while I was in America. Because I was like, oh, fucking everyone's doing this. But there is nothing that makes you want to murder someone more than when you're sitting in a country speaking the language of this country someone sits down loud as fuck because they are your american travelers are very loud in comparison they sit down loud as fuck they don't understand anything they ask for an english menu and then they you know they don't understand how to tip in different countries like that's another thing about American travelers is like so infuriating is that if we go to America, if anyone goes to America, you know, okay, you've got a tip in the service industry should probably tip this much. If you don't know, you ask people, people will tell you before you go, you research things. Americans will jump on a plane and not learn how to say hello in the language that they're arriving at and then be mad that the person on the other side isn't speaking English. So like they sit down and they're like, American is fuck making absolutely no attempt whatsoever to fit in, and then tell some tell the group of people speaking that language that they are more Norwegian than them.
0: Like it's just <laughs> yeah.
1: freaking that I like if you like that's my definition of an American is that example right there.
0: Yeah, but that's just your glass half full, you. Probably. Or glass half empty, you. I mean. You're just being a little negative Nancy about it because I will say even if you are polite and you're an American and you're in another country and you're like you do know a little bit of like excuse me hello in the yeah. languages and you're being polite and then like in Paris for example a lot of oh, people sure. it doesn't matter how nice you are you're an American they're going to be an asshole to you
1: absolutely and when i was in paris but
0: I you know that, and that's bullshit and like i don't i don't give a fuck how every other american has treated you i'm coming up to you speaking softly using a bit of your language knowing that you know i can't can you help me because i'm here visiting your country you're gonna treat me I like shit I well you can go fuck yourself I anybody else that treats other people like that can go fuck themselves too i don't care if your blanket opinion of a person from a country is repulsive that's fine but i'm not coming at you like that so you got no right to treat me like that either
1: and i hear you on that and this is not a, a rebuttal at you but a rebuttal at a, a general stereotype of americans is then how could you experience that and then go home and treat mexican immigrants the way that you do
0: how do i treat oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: like you know So,
0: but I think a lot of people that,
1: oh, oh, you experienced 10 minutes of being, you know, some prejudice while you were traveling, like try doing that every single day in the country that you were born in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not at you, but that's one thing. But I will say when I was in Paris, I ordered a cappuccino in French and the family, that was fine, two euros. And then the next family behind me ordered in English and the person was lovely to them. And so I, like clocked it mental note they're English and lovely about it so I will do that tomorrow because my French is not good and so I Mm -hmm. went in and I still like you know hello in French but like um can I have a cappuccino and um and that cappuccino the next day ordered in English was five euros
0: yeah and you know what there's a tourist tax there always is no matter where you go and I accept that All I want is just, because, I don't know. Granted, a lot of people can be annoying. Like, I could see, I could totally see that um, American tourist, um, not stigmata, what would you call that? But, like, that stereotype, 100%. But when you got this weird American coming up, you know what I mean? And, like, I think... People like that are stupid anyway.
1: I know. But... Um,
0: (laughs) Talking about um, comedians and stuff, though. Have you listened to any new Andrew Scholes stuff?
1: No, I haven't.
0: He's pretty... (laughs) I don't even... It's not like anyone's going to hear it anyway. It's not like I'm blowing his spot up. He's got a new joke about blackface that's fucking hilarious.
1: (laughs) Okay
0: he's talking about he's like asking the crowds like so we can all agree like blackface bad blackface like no matter what anytime you know you see blackface bad he like listen examples like bad 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 and he goes navy seals commercial <laughs> <laughs> maybe in the middle of the night saving freedom like
1: <laughs> you know um Pete it, he
0: does a, a great job on it. It's fucking hilarious.
1: I'll have to tell worth, you. Worth
0: the look it. up.
1: It um, sparked a. Pete Davidson did a joke in his special once he and Ariana's engagement was over, and he was like, um, Yeah. He's like, I remember that. Gonna, yeah, he's like, I'm going to talk about it. He's like, Whatever, she's got her fucking songs. He goes, And I have my mates calling me up saying, It is catchy. You know, and he's
0: like. <laughs> yeah, it's and he's totally like, true, too. That bitch yeah. put him on blast immediately
1: and then um and then he goes and then she made the video and talked about my dick And she didn't do that and mm-hmm. she everyone's like oh how nice of her and he's like no she's setting me up for like oh, uh, every time i get naked in front of a girl for the rest of my life they are expecting a, you know like <laughs> and they like not that it's bad but it's like it's going to be a huh moment every single time i get naked now and then he said um He's like, can you fucking imagine if I did that? If I painted myself black and got on the front of Vogue magazine naked and talked about a pussy?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I it's... painted myself black and talked about a pussy. Which is so true in a way.
0: Yeah, you know, the uh, double standards when they go that way, we just don't talk about those. Yeah, but the know. double standard's going the other way. My God, we just never hear the end of that shit.
1: Well, I think that they <laughs> just
0: have
1: one double standard and now they're just
0: continuing So, yeah,
1: I know... <laughs> people uh, that, living I, with it might be a little bit more frustrating than occasionally hearing an example.
0: You know, I was uh, <laughs> talking to my sister about... Yeah. Oh, my God, I lost my train of thought.
1: Oh
0: shoot. Fifty cent just come up too now.
1: What what's I talking
0: about?
1: Well, we only have five minutes left, I will say that. But um What
0: do you mean? No, we got we got we got eighteen left.
1: I will be pulling up to the factory in four and a half minutes. Well so
0: this- You're gonna have to smoke a square or something.
1: No, I pull into the factory building. I park inside next to the office and then I have to get out and walk into the meeting that I will already be 16 minutes late for. You know?
0: Damn. Yeah. Well, on that No. No, I don't know. But we're oh, Tuesday when we were talking Saturday. about fears last yeah. week. We were. Childhood fears. Mm-hmm. Tornadoes. I was terrified of tornadoes
1: me too because absolutely
0: terrified
1: with them either i had seen movies about them when i was four mm. we were in nebraska for a family holiday and there was a tornado and we had to like all rush down to the basement and my mom dropped me and i remember that mm-hmm. because it was very like i struck i fell down the stairs and um certainly not her fault she was carrying three kids lord knows where the fuck the father was I love you, Dad. Um, yeah. But, but um, I remember the only tornado experience I had being a young childhood memory, it being absolutely fucking terrifying. And then just seeing like uh, horror movies from that point until I moved to Nebraska. And then when I... Let it go, when I to
0: apartment,
1: I was so scared because there's no basement to go to. I... And when they test that siren and the tornado siren goes off on a Wednesday afternoon, whatever Wednesday that is each month, I cannot tell you the physical fear reaction I had every time I heard it. I Man, it's crazy. Why did we why But most people who grow up with them are not scared of them at all. So this is weird.
0: Well, so when I remember when I was younger, there was like a summer where we, where I lived, we got a, fuck ton of tornadoes like nothing like crazy big tornadoes but a lot of like visible tornadoes and and you know every summer there'd be like tornadoes in the area it seemed like but this one summer i was really little and i remember like going out on the three-wheeler with my dad and then like him going out with the video camera and like my uncle or some shit to go like chase the tornadoes because they were like a ways away but it was like it was cool like as an adult like totally so cool it would be but as right. a child terrified Terrifying. that my dad was gonna happen like it was in the twister movie or whatever you know yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah you're like why would we go to it dad yeah
0: what are you doing dropping me off and getting the video camera then leaving where are you going (laughs) to the danger we're going to the basement let's go man they could be anywhere one could drop out right on top of us let's get to the basement
1: and when you're in the basement and you don't i mean at least what i remember being in the 90s you know you didn't have tvs like you do now everywhere and it was like you're in that basement you're like is everything okay Right. So particularly when we were kids, it's not like you've got your phone out and you're watching the radar like you can now. It was like, is dad alive? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but that was a that was a big fear to overcome as a kid. You know, through. I think, I don't know, a lot of that stuff is just like you naturally kind of some of it. Yeah, You know, once pussy starts taking precedence over m- most anything else, I don't give a fuck if it's gonna rain. I'm going to meet up with Becky, okay? <laughs> like, you know lightning the dam!
1: It'll take over your mind so hard that you will literally give up a
0: monarchy for it. I hear. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I'll go out into a storm for some pussy. I'll give up the crown. I mean,
1: I'll it's... Move to- Germany and give up all of my monarch security.
0: Just- I, when I move to Germany, that's got to be dynamite. Poonie.
1: Oh, man, it's probably crazy.
0: you got going to move to Germany? To Deutschland?
1: Hey, you know, maybe this prince tasted non-buttoned-up pussy from America, and he was like, we need to move to Germany.
0: And I, <laughs>
1: so you will do whatever I say. Like maybe, oh, I like to think about it like this. Like he's like, uh, no, bitch. No, of course
0: she, we're six. She's six, a dominatrix.
1: Yeah, crazy German dominatrixes in yeah. Because, did you forget that I was literally meant to be king, and because mm-hmm. of you,
0: I no, you will think, come to Germany and be sex slave. Yeah. Yeah. You will come to Germany and be my. I will put you in latex. I know she kind of got Russian on that, but I don't know. I don't have a good German. (laughs) Well, you know who has a good Scottish accent? James Marsden.
1: Oh, really? You know what? that show is so funny. I've only seen like long
0: during duty.
1: But Jesus Christ, is that a
0: funny, funny,
1: funny
0: show? Jury Duty? Yeah. Jury Duty? I watched it all. I've seen it all. It's a good show. Uh, It's hilarious. But then at the end you're like, oh my God. Very heartwarming ending. Like I'm very like it was a it was a lap into like Heartwarmingville. I wasn't expecting, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I feel very fulfilled and like very satisfied after watching this whole series. I didn't realize I was going to be like I feel good about this. <laughs>
1: well, I then you're like, have- "Yeah." That- so I will need to get that, but I am literally pulling into the factory now, so I do have to let you go. Thank you so Bye.
0: much
1: for this royal lesson, and I will talk to you soon.
0: Like and subscribe. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Hey, I'm back. Cool.